Hello, friends. Who are you talking to? Oh. <laughs> boom! boom! Right out the gate. Right out the gate. Just boom. That was fire. You opened the door and just ate buckshot to the face. <laughs> like, in, like in Kill Bill. Yeah. <laughs> microwave milk it makes a fucking mess everywhere why would you do that so i can make hot chocolate (sighs) what are you gonna make hot chocolate with water polly i've done that before yeah and then you you tasted it and it was dog shit dookie water dog shit dookie water instead i have i make my hot chocolate out of milk because i'm sophisticated and it makes a big fucking mess everywhere every time and this time I put a plate underneath it, and then a plate on top of it, so that it would fall on That's the plate. That's not a good idea. Well, yeah, I needed to put a big plate under it. I put a small plate under it, and then yeah. a small plate on top, and it still and it wasn't a wide enough radius to catch all the yeah, it's bubbling still, milk. It's still going to bubble up to the point of knocking the top plate off. Polly, I think I know how it. Yeah, it really, it really sounds like you've got this whole hot chocolate thing a, nailed down. It's just been a bit, okay? <laughs> okay. Maybe I should just like heat it up in a saucepan, like it's 1930, <laughs> and then I'll just dribble it. I'll put it in a little baby bottle and suckle at it, and then go to sleep and take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How do people do it? How do you make hot chocolate? Because it's not by heating up water. <laughs> do you have a kettle? I'm not going to put milk in my kettle. That's gonna It's going to get in there and be gross forever. You don't know how to clean a kettle? I mean... I, I, I figure it cleans I... itself because the water's hot. As long as I only use water, then we're good, right? I still would clean mine out. You know. Well, agree to disagree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I look inside it. Hey, enjoy your like, bacteria. Enjoy. That's I look in, fine. I look inside <laughs> and, I, and I dump out the water before I pour some fresh, fresh, good, clean water in the morning. Enjoy that so, tapeworm you will no likely, no doubt, likely have by the age of forty-three. That's a long time. That's a pretty long time from. All right. Yeah, you got a while. You got yeah. a while, but that's what's going to happen. Then I'll just get a tapeworm, and it'll be, you know, probably a little hot, and then I'll have it, and then it'll be gone, and we'll be good. Do those come out of your butt? Did y'all ever hear about the Negleria Fowlery, the brain-eating amoeba? Yeah, yeah, I've heard about it. All right, cool. Because my dad taught us about that when we were like, when I was like eight, and we were going in the warm lake. <laughs> yeah, on people vacation. get that. People get that occasionally from using those neti pots for um, <laughs> to to uh, unclog your sinuses and shit. People have gotten yep. those from using a neti pot and then just died two hours later. Yep. Man, all, all you episode. wanted was just clean... Uh, all you wanted was a clean nose, and then you got your brain eaten. Yep. 
It literally gets inside. I did a report on it in middle school. It gets inside your brain and then just multiplies, and it's got a very high mortality rate. Very high. And it just lives in everywhere that has warm, open bodies of water. Red said, there's no possible way I could ever enjoy Love Live. Can you believe that? I can't believe that at all. Honestly. I don't think there's any way anybody can enjoy Love Live, though. Yeah, it looks kind of bad. <laughs> yeah. Just typical mowing garbage with no substance. Also, they look like plastic aliens whenever they talk, sing or dance. Literally! They do! Oh my it, god! It's awful. It looks so bad. Ugh. Even the illustrations mostly just kind of look dead-eyed and weird. It's, so it's very not even like... polished in a way that is so very pandering. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, it's so cynical to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really appeal. But maybe, but you know, Red, Red and Chelsea posting the nice pics, and I'm just like, all right, maybe. Maybe this could be nice. Yeah, maybe not really. Like, I don't know. If so, Jesus Christ. I'm thinking, it's just like, man, you got like K-On, and then people, and then people liked that enough, and now they have <laughs> Love Live. And it's like, what the <laughs> fuck? What the fuck happened to having taste in yeah, Japanese I just, cartoons? I should just revisit Hidamari Sketch. That show was nice. Because Hidamari right, Sketch is literally, like, good and wholesome. Yeah. I, I, I got ret mad when you were gone, because <sighs> I, I mentioned that I, um, dropped that halfway through the second season. Uh-huh. But that was John of like 10 years ago. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's not even me. That's <laughs> now not even you me. were like, now you're way old. more in tune with wholesome, good entertainment. Uh, yeah. Did I just hear Polly dunking on Love Live? Yep. That no. what you did when I, yeah, I think I, that's what I came back to. <laughs> it's the perfect reason to come back. Polly drew thing. a fucking line from K-On to Love Live. Well, it's <laughs> the same fucking shit. Tell me it's not the same shit. You can't. There's, way more of an overall plot to Love Life. <laughs> Kaon is like, hey, we're gonna play Budokan, and then like three episodes in, they're like, yeah, just kidding. <laughs> ah, the fart came in perfectly. <laughs> Red's here trying to extol the virtues of Love Life. <laughs> <laughs> so really, I was dunking on Kaon, so whatever. Life, life is very good. Thank you for the resub. <laughs> Ain't it? Balance. Ain't it just? <laughs> I've had a very nice week. Uh, well, that's good, and we will talk about it because we're going to welcome everybody to SoxCast episode 94. The SoxCast brought to you as always by Moon Pies. Moon Pies will help you hide the body. Moon Pies, gamer fuel. Come <laughs> <laughs> to my immediate virtual right, just in time for Christmas, it's Rhett. Hi. What's up, gamer? <laughs> I'm a gamer. <laughs> you I are. fucking love moon pies. <laughs> moon pies are great. There you go. It's the best endorsement. This shit's gonna work, I'm telling you. <laughs> One of these days is gonna work. <laughs> that's a reference that only we'll get. I know, that's a deep cut. That's a pretty deep cut, yeah. I didn't. It's fine, John. Okay. It's okay for me and Rhett to have inside jokes and you not get them because that makes us laugh even more <laughs> that you don't get them because you're excluded. I kind of yeah, I kind of appreciate that. Yeah, it's a good dynamic. Mm-hmm. Good dynamic. Got two good hosts, one bad host. <laughs> <laughs> so how's it going, gamer? 
I don't know. It's yeah, going. It's going. It's just just a typical old Sunday just thing. A very chill weekend. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing that too. Got the air conditioner on. It's a nice 69 degrees in my nice. room right now. Very nice. See, Still. you understand the correct temperature. Yeah, I do. You don't it's set your thermostat to 85. No. 85? Who's setting a thermostat to 85? 85 is too hot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then comes another. Thank you, thank you for the sub. I thought it, you said it at first it wasn't on still. Well, it's not. It's it doesn't work. It's not working for bits for some reason. So, ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> to my immediate virtual left, live from Toilet Central, it's John Thire. Hi, what's up, gamer? I'm doing very well. <laughs> doing very I well. I saw Little Shop of Horrors live. It's pretty good. I love that musical. It's I really like it, and it made me very happy. So I'm just kind of riding that high still from a couple days ago. It's your vor fetish, isn't it? Um, I watched the, I, that was the second musical I ever saw. Um, we, my uncle played Mr. Mushnick, and then afterwards they got the they got the plant, and it was in their basement, and we played in the plant and jumped and crawled inside its mouth and whatnot. Mm. And I, I was like eight. You could have just said yes. Yeah, you could have just said, and this so is where my voice really, started. So I'm, I'm saying it's not just because of that, but that that might be sort of the root of it. Right. I get it. Kind of foundational. Yeah. <laughs> it's where it all started. It's okay. the root where it all it. went wrong. You get it? Root? He root, said root, root because it's a plant. Root. Mm-hmm. Is, that a, is that like one of those puns or something? Yeah, we don't really don't do those on this really show. really get it, no. Sorry. So I'm happy. <laughs> That's good. Do y'all have special Little Shop of Horrors memories? I saw the movie. The movie's real good? The movie is especially really the good. Cut. Yep, the director's cut. Yep. Ugh. For me, it's more like, I was aware of the movie as a kid and thought, oh, that looks funny. And then never <laughs> actually saw it. Like it's, a, it's so good. It's a movie about there... P, it's a movie about P D Piranha. What more do you want? God, just was real good like puppets, real good version? songs. I see. There, there was a there was a cartoon. I think I did not pay much oh attention. Oh my to god, that. yeah. Like I seem more aware of that. What what was the deal with like RoboCop the cartoon? Hey, let's make a cartoon off this R rated movie. Yeah, that <laughs> was real fucking weird. Eighties man. Yeah, exactly. It's like that that whole era of like, well, can we cash this in with very, something very low effort? That RoboCop cartoon was very low effort. Gotcha. It was pretty bad. I don't oh. even think they... I, I think it was so bad they didn't even finish their run of 13 episodes. Jesus. Jeez. Uh, Beepner in chat says there was an attack of the Killer Tomatoes cartoon. I do remember that yeah, one. Yeah, it was on... Because it was on before... Um, what was it called? It was at fucking it was on fox right yeah it was on fox but i can't remember it was a guy he played video games there was a cartoon in the middle of it the power team or something oh geez I video power Captain N? video power no it was a real life guy named johnny arcade oh. and it started out <laughs> its first couple of seasons real were name. like a game show where people would come in and like they would play video games against each other and at the end you go through an obstacle course and just put video games on your vest and finish the obstacle course in time and you keep all the video games 
<laughs> and then it turned into like a weird, oh, Johnny Arcade's just a cool kid in his mom's basement hanging out, playing video games, and watching <laughs> the Power Team, which consisted of Bigfoot, the monster truck, Max Power from the hot video game in NARC, um, uh, uh, Kicks the Tomato from Kicks, and uh, fuck, who else? Who else was in it? Kicks. That's a pretty. That's a pretty deep cut. Yeah, it's. Uh, it was a really fucking weird time. Yeah, it was called the Power Team, and then there's the show was called Video Power. You can still find episodes of Video Power on YouTube if you want to watch people in the late '80s, early '90s play video games badly, and, <laughs> and really socially awkward children try to interact with a host that has done way oh, too much boy. cocaine. Oh no! <laughs> oh, he's so bad. He's so bad. <laughs> And he's a narc. Yeah, he's That's a narc. Right. That's Weird. right. He's a narc. Weird. <laughs> oh yeah, it was uh the dude from Iron Sword um was also a part of the power team. That's it. It was it was all like acclaimed licensed games, I believe. And they drove around in Bigfoot the monster truck and <laughs> they, they, they 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 their their villain of the week was always Mr. Big from Narc and like <laughs> which yeah, great. Good job. Just Blaze on make an appearance? Uh, I don't think so, no. It was probably a little too early <laughs> probably, for Blazon. Yeah, that's You're right, that's SNES Arcade. Uh, well, the world wasn't ready for Blazon, and still wasn't, still isn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the world isn't ready for 45 straight seconds of absolutely nothing happening. I, no, that's just, that's way too intense. I like to think they made that for, like, the geriatrics in the audience. Just can't, you know, can't No, it. it was for the weird, like, art crowd. They were like, oh, I get it. This oh, this this, si- this absolutely nothing happens reflects the inner depths of my soul. Mm-hmm. Man, that game's bad. That was my first map. Oof! Wonder you ever played any more after that. <laughs> I bought R-Type three on Wii Virtual Console because I thought this looks like Blazon. Oh, it's not. Damn it. Oh man, that's a <laughs> real weird feeling to have, isn't it? Yeah. That happens sometimes. Like I remember, fi- I I didn't know the titles of a bunch of games I had as a kid, so I was like, "This looks like that." Like I'm playing Super Castlevania Four on an emulator for the first time, and realizing, "Hey, this is that game I had." Hey, I know what that is. Cool. I had to have a janky version of Thunder Force Two, I think, or the Thunder Force Three. I think it's Thunder Force Three for the SNES called Thunder Spirits. I just renamed oh, Red it. Oh, reviewed that. Yeah, they renamed it and just put it on the SNES and gave it better music. <laughs> it probably played and looked a little better, too, because I thought the Genesis version, everything kind of blended together a little too much on the play field. Ah, gotcha. Didn't look that good, but they kind of pronounced the colors a bit more on the this SNES. This is the second time in, like, two days I've had some listen to someone dunk on Thunder Force. Really? <laughs> it's, like, what? out of nowhere. I saw That's Thunder Force funny. 5. Somebody was dunking on Thunder Force 5. Uh, oh, uh, I don't know about that one. a little while ago on my uh, on my timeline, I can't remember what it was for. I, I think I agree with them though because I don't think Thunder Force Five is that good. Mm-hmm. Are we just four- are we just going back to only four is the good one? Uh, I like three. I like three, four. I like three and four. I think I like. Oh, but you like? I like most of two. Ass. I like most of two, but I'm just. I, it's hard for me to get down with those overhead stages. Yeah, I don't. I really only like the FM there. Towns original. There you go. John Thayer for you. This is the, the gaming hipster. Here's your new YouTube channel because you can be the new, you can be the one that steps into the light as the new hot YouTube sensation. Since one oh, of them boy. just completely nuked their career this year, there's a spot open just for you to fill that specific I'm, niche. I'm sure there will be 
quite a few who continue to nuke their careers. Oh, it's yeah, it's a, that's <laughs> what it's going to be for the next five years, is just these idiots thinking they're invincible and just completely nuking themselves out of orbit and then realizing, oh, wait a minute, making videos for children online probably wasn't a right career move, was it? Oh, I'm 40 now. Whoops, I'm Dark Side Phil. I've really fucked up. No, I've seen people being like, it's amazing that Dark Side Phil has survived. He's when... a fucking cockroach! He <laughs> survives everything. This guy least... built his this guy built his fucking fan base twice out of over two to four thousand dollars for the last two years to fly in a girlfriend across oh. the, the across the country. They paid for that. Under the guise that it was to help him pay his back taxes. And this year, they did it again, and they just got married, and the fucker just rubs it in everybody's face when it happens, too. It's just like, how? How? That's the thing, is Somehow. that you say that these YouTubers are going to nuke their careers, but a lot of them are just going to do things that should nuke their careers. Yeah, I was going to say, then somehow never don't. say never with people forgiving. Like, that yep. that plagiarism guy keeps being like, hey, He's I'm trying. back. He's trying. He's trying. Like, oh. He's trying. I'm, I, I would love to see the hot take of somebody being like, well, it's not so bad that he plagiarized a bunch of shit. I would love oh. to see that hot take. Oh no, if you go on forums, you will absolutely see, like, hey, he deserves another chance. It's like, hey, you know what? There's plenty of people who need deserve a first chance. Yeah. <laughs> that don't get to work for the biggest fucking site and not do their job for, like, years. Like, what is he trying to come back to? Because he never did it to begin with, because so, he obviously didn't really want to. I don't know. Sorry for the random rant. It's okay. It's okay. We we don't have a whole lot to talk about this episode yeah. anyway, so it's good to have some oh, filler. Oh, Oh god. <laughs> See the episode where I finally eject John Thire from the podcast. Nah. Choose your words carefully. John. Yeah, no. John Thire. I'm going to advise you to choose your words very, very carefully this episode. Because <laughs> there's a, there's an amount of shit I ain't taken, and uh, yeah. You, you I might... don't understand. I don't understand the antipathy here. Like, what what could I possibly bring up that would inspire all this? Hey, yeah. hey, Rhett, gamer. Yeah, how's it going? How's it going? Good. What you, what you been up to? Uh, I played Toho Luna Nights. I'm just gonna get right into it. Yo, yeah. just starting it off with a banger. Yeah. So this is a Toho fan game in the style of them. Met- Metroidvania games. Ah, you said it. I just call them runny, gunny platformers. I was going to say Symphony of the Night, and then it slipped out wrong. <laughs> I, I just call them adventure platformers. Yeah, it's an I, adventure platformer. I am not going to fucking define a genre by one game. <laughs> well, it's multiple. It's a Hollow Knight. Technically, two games. <laughs> it's right it's... there in the name, Polly. Hey, John. Yeah. He can go now. Go. Okay. Just, just wow. go. What? I'm disappointed in you, John Thire. Very disappointed. Okay, right. Got it awkward. <laughs> um, so, Toho Luna Nights is, you know, an exploration platformer like Hollow Knight, mm-hmm. the greatest of all time. Yes. <laughs> so, I, and you play a Sakuya, and the cool thing about this game is that it really leans into you having her powers. Yeah. Like,. This game does not shy away from, hey, you can stop time. The like, stop time is, shit is so good. 
it's crazy how liberal they are with letting you do that. Because mm-hmm. then there's a grazing system where if you graze an enemy once time is stopped, like you get super close to them, you just get more time power. Yeah, you get so more time up. power. You can heal effectively with it. You can get your magic yeah. points back that way. It's real, yeah. really well done system. Yeah, but especially when time is stopped and you just get the time back, mm-hmm. there's rooms where you can just start your time stop at the start run through the whole room and just kind of jump past every enemy and get more time back and then make it to the end of the room yep. so you don't actually have to fight any enemies. It's just ridiculous. And then there's like a slow down move that you can use to get past certain things that wouldn't work. Like if it's a spinning blade or something and so like you can't just stop it. You have to make it slower and to get past it. Yeah. And then there's, you know, there's platforms that are like, oh, this will only move when time is stopped, which doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, but it, does, <laughs> it makes no out of lick of sense at all, yeah. but just in or, terms uh, of a game mechanic, it's a really yeah. cool one. So I think my feeling on this game is that it works or it would have worked just as well as kind of a stage-based platformer. Yeah. I don't, I don't think the whole connected world aspect of it really pans out to much. It doesn't really benefit the game yeah. much at all, I find. Like, cause it was, it was like, I didn't really have fun trying to find things. Like, yeah. it was just kind of like, it's this way because it's this because way, I guess. The, that's those games. Yeah. It's a very basic one of those where it's just like, there's literally just five colored keys in the game. Yeah. It's just like, hey, this one opens red doors. This one opens blue doors. And even worse is that only the red one at the very start, the first one you get, is done remotely cleverly. Yeah. Because that one, like, you'll come to a red door first and then kind of loop around to the other side, get the key, and then it's like, oh, I can go through this now. So, So I've unlocked kind of a loop in this area. The other ones are just like... I remember when I first entered the third area, the library, and I was like, oh, I want to go back and explore the previous area a bit more first. So I do that and I get a key and I go back to the library and there's just like a, a locked door like five feet into the library. Yeah. It's just like, oh, you just weren't going to let me literally do anything here until I did the other area anyways. Yeah, they just kind of like slam it in your face. But at least to its credit, it's a small world that's not that hard to get around really. Yeah. And like I think it makes good use of its map, and all of the rooms are fairly mm-hmm. challenging enough. You know, they have yeah, the right that's amount. Why, that's why I feel it would have worked just as well, if not better, as a stage-based platformer. Because, like, the levels don't really branch a whole lot either. It's like you've got one or two choices, and it's like, oh, this one leads to a dead end, and this one leads to the key, stuff yeah. like that. And like all of the hidden, or not all of them, but most of the hidden items are just hidden behind like breakable walls. Yeah. Which is which is fine, but then there's an item towards the end of the game that just auto targets things. <laughs> it's so broken. So it just fucking shows you all of the hidden walls if you haven't found them yet. Yeah, because it'll just go over and just boop boop boop. It's like oh oh, there was a thing there. Yeah, so it's it, kind of it, it's funny because it just targets any and everything. Yeah. So like that's what I did like right before the final boss. It's so, like I'm just gonna run through a whole bunch of the game and it's just like oh there's a thing there. There's a thing it's just like a super easy sweep of like the game is just telling me where everything is now. Yeah. With this auto targeting weapon. Uh, the bosses are really good. Holy crap! Yeah. That's like the standout of this game, especially the last couple bosses. Mm. Like the Romelia fight, I think is probably my favorite one because like a lot of these fights because. Because you are so overpowered with your ability to slow down and stop time, the bosses also get to play real hard. 
and so you the first use time. your and you used your various abilities to kind of like play around within that level of like power that they have. So you can use your slowdown powers or re- or just like yeah. There are certain bullets that are a certain color that will reverse mm-hmm. if you stop time, things like that. So yeah. it ends up balancing out really well. Yeah, I really like that. There's one attack Amelia I think has where she just fires a bunch of green bullets and then they don't move until time is stopped. Yeah, yeah. So it's like oh. It's so like the first time you fight some, but if you don't ever stop time, they will just hang around. Yeah, and that's actually way it's, worse. Yeah, it's so hard to dodge in that kind of situation. Yeah. So it's like, oh no, I just have to stop time and just deal with these to get them off the damn screen. Yep. But yeah, like the first time you fight some of the later bosses, it's just like overwhelming, and then you kind of <laughs> suss out like, okay, this is the attack I want to stop time on and just do as much damage as I can on it. Mm-hmm. This is the one where I want to slow down time and like so I can just dodge it. This is the one I want to graze to get health back. Like, you figure out ways to get around things. Like, the, the very final boss, like, fucking mopped the floor with me Ooh. hard. And then I just came back the next day and went on my first try after really kind of calming down and thinking about it. Because I was relying way too much on that auto-targeting weapon the yeah. first time. And that will drain your time. So it's like, oh, I've got nothing to actually play defensively here. Yeah. It's a big, Remember, it's a big part probably... of that game is that you actually need magic points to attack, and if you've got a weapon that's constantly eating up your magic points and you can't yeah. actually effectively counter, it's pointless. But then if you go into stop time while it's active, it'll drain that way faster oh, as well. Oh, yeah. So like, so yeah, relying on that. It seems like super broken at first, and then you're like, oh, this is actually pretty balanced. The chainsaw is the good one. The chainsaw is so dumb. I love it. I did so I didn't have the chainsaw when I first encountered the final boss, mm-hmm. and then I did that sweep and I found it, and I'm like, this seems really good because you can just stop time, throw a couple out, yeah, and then and then real quickly stop and or restore and then stop time again, and throw some <laughs> more out. It's so busted. So you just put four chainsaws in one place and they all hit at the same time on the on the boss, and she's like, oh, there's a quarter of your health gone. Cool. Yeah, she's so, she. The, the, the chainsaw attack is great. Think of the axe attack in, in most Castlevania games, and she's just hucking chainsaws like that. <laughs> it's well, so good! But, so, like, they fly in that similar arc, but once they hit an enemy... They just saw right in. They will they will lock on and kind of do, 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 like, ten hits or yeah, something. Yeah, just do, like, ten little micro hits, and it's so, so satisfying. So you just stop time and get right next to the boss and start throwing them. So they will guarantee hit because they they kind of home a bit too. Yeah, like it's re- it's a really good weapon. Like a lot of the other sub weapons, I didn't find particularly useful because mm. I think just the general. I saw people saying like thousand knives is really good. I forget which one that is. Yeah, thousand like, knives is pretty good. Just throwing knives while time is stopped is you know gets the job done for most of the game as well. Yeah. So I guess the last thing I'll say about this is that they cross coded at the very end. Because mm-hmm. this was a game that was in early access, and then in February it came out. It's a complete so, game, and it's it is a complete game. You play through this game's main story, start to finish. Yeah, I'm not. And Crosscode was also a complete game, right? But you get to the end of this game, and at the, the end of the credits, they go, "Hey, check out Extra Stage," and then you go to the entrance, and it just says, "Coming soon." Yeah, the Extra Stage isn't in yet, but and I'm very excited like, for it. I'm very excited. Yeah, they posted some stuff this week, actually. Yep. Like, showing some lava gimmick that's new. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just weird being like, hey, maybe don't tease at it when it's not in the game yet. It's just kind of awkward. 
Yeah, it's it. I can see that. And, and, and I guess, like, the only thing I would say is that, like, some of the, some things in the game seem a little underdeveloped. Like, the leveling system feels kind of arbitrary. Um, like, the, the, currency yeah. you fi- the currency you find does update your stats, but you need, like, thousands of gems to get, like, a point two uh, I, bonus. Yeah, I, I literally didn't see any sort of effect from the gems. I never found or, a single yeah. diamond. Or there's no diamonds in the game, yeah. But, like, what does leveling actually do? Because it doesn't increase, like, it your does, HP. It, um, I think that at certain levels, it's just, like, checkpointed at certain levels. You just get, uh-huh. like, a plus one or plus two to your attack, and that's it. I figured that's what it was, because it did feel like I was doing a little bit more damage on the final boss after getting, like, three levels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's... It's trying to do an RPG stats, but like not really supporting it because your your HP and time gauge and MP are just you know from that's items you, you find in the world. Like that's but literally all you need. Yeah, and they're also only increased by things in the world. Yeah, or shop items. You can buy a couple of them too. Yeah. Did you find all of the uh, power ups and everything? Uh, I don't think so. I had like ninety nine percent map completion. Oh, cool. I think I had one hundred and forty. HP and MP at the end, and mm. I think it goes up to 150. Yeah. There's one of each I didn't have. Mm. But I found them chainsaws. That's all I really needed. <laughs> like, uh, did you do the, the, the hidden quest that gives you no reward whatsoever? No, what is this? <laughs> the trash cans! There's an actual oh. thing with the trash cans. I did them, and they're, it's so stupid. You get nothing out of it. What? How do you actually get the can in the trash can? <laughs> you walk by the machine, stop yeah. time, and then move to the trash can to let it go, and then oh, like, and then stop, okay. and then like, the last one is a son of a bitch because the yeah. If you go on this journey, I won't spoil it for you, but yeah, the last fucking trash can took me like twenty five minutes to figure out <laughs> because it's not like any other trash can in the fucking thing. But it's literally all it is is you walk by the vending machine to get your health up drink, stop time, walk over to the trash can and try to let it fall into the trash can. But the physics on it are really wonky, so you'll probably have to do it twenty times. Does it give some sort of indication when you've done it right? Yeah, it, uh the the trash can lights up green and then there's like a trash can icon that will appear on your status screen. <laughs> there's three of them in each world. Okay. It's real dumb. There's no reason to do it because it gives just, you nothing. But I did I it anyway. Seeing, I wasn't sure what was going on with that because yeah, Nitori is like, hey, try to, or someone. I forget if it they was said probably that her. Make sure you keep the place clean. Yeah. So I knew there was an in joke with it. I didn't think it was a thing you could actually do. And I do remember towards the end of the game, there's like a trash can behind a hidden wall, yeah. and I'm like, well, what are they doing here? <laughs> That's nice that there's something cleaning related. Yeah. Just the character oh, thinking wise. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah it makes perfect sense given that she's a maid, so. Yeah. yeah. And it's as simple as the story is, it does have some twists and turns that I appreciated. Yeah, like it's it's it's, so it's a very cute story, I think. It's very cute. It it, it yeah. does it does what it needs to do well and like it's got a lot of really cute animations and stuff. Yeah, I was gonna just about to say also the sprite animation is like stupendously good. Yeah, it's yeah, that counts for a lot. Yeah, it's a very nice looking game. Yeah, so if you really want yourself one of these kinds of games, like you literally can't go wrong with this game. Yeah, and you don't really need to know a lot of Toho lore to play it or anything. It's just really fun mm-hmm. to play a character 
that just like who has, is OP as fuck. Yeah, a character <laughs> who is literally OP as fuck, and like play like and the way that they play around with those mechanics and still make the game unique and challenging at the same time is just like that. That yeah. could not have been easy to do. Yeah. So that's what I've been playing. Besides, cool. like I guess I played a little thing called Trails in the Sky, but <laughs> haven't finished it yet. Yeah, nobody cares about those. Still, still, still working on that. Those boring. Like you look at those games, and they're just like look at the screenshots. Like, oh wow, another dumb medieval dragon RPG. Whoopity do. Looks like a fucking PS One game. <laughs> it's like they saw Xeno Gears and said, "Hey, we can make it look worse." <laughs> I've actually seen somebody post that. RPG fan gave the imported Japanese version 82% score criticizing the dated presentation and cliche main plot compared to <gasps> Final Fantasy Tactics, Xenosaga, and Crisis Core. <laughs> and Crisis Core was a PSP game though, huh? Yeah, it was. I mean, again, I'm praising it for, like, for what it was on the PSP. Yeah, like, it's impressive. amazing they pulled that off. Yeah. It was a pretty damn impressive piece of work. Anyways... Polly, what you been into? Fucking oh. nothing! Oh, shit. I literally... Okay, okay, okay. I played Spider-Man on PS4 for an hour Ooh. and a half. Oh. I think it's boring. Oh. Did not care for it at all. It's just like, hey, here's one of these. Did you know in that hour and a half you could have watched half of Endgame? I really could, yeah. <laughs> Should have just done that. Even though I haven't even seen the movies prior to it, I probably oh, would. I probably hey, would be a nightmare. I probably would have really had. I probably would have had a better time because, honest to God, I don't know that first hour and a half. There wasn't a goddamn thing about Spider-Man that. Oh, you said you liked the swinging. Okay, 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 okay. That game is polished like a motherfucker because it's got the Sony engine behind it. You know, giving it all that money and throwing it in there yeah. like that city is impressive as fuck. It's nuts. The swinging mechanics feel so good. There are just so many ways to control your speed and your angle and how you're... Like, I can see how they probably would have made a lot of, you know, open world game. Here's a dumb race the timer thing for no reason. I'm, there's probably yeah. 8 million of those in the game. And they're probably up pretty okay because the swinging's good, but I think the combat is boring. And in the hour mm -hmm. and a half that I played, boy, oh boy... I gets did, did I was I you know had a lot of combat thrown at my face and I was just like man this sure was good when I played Arkham Asylum ten years ago and <laughs> little to no improvement over the formula <laughs> mm. I don't know it's like and it's just like you know it's the same kind of open world thing where it's just like okay fine I I did the thing I did the opening okay now here's your map with icons go yes go tick off the icons yeah <laughs> right I, yeah <laughs> I mean I guess I did actually start playing another game I started playing Just Cause Three today <laughs> so don't come at me with maps with icons on them and and pointless races in open world games I love how Rhett started talking about Just Cause and then Heather decides to sub that's perfect <laughs> <sighs> um yeah I don't like the Spider-Man game. It's just like, like when oh. I finished my when I finished my hour and a half with it, it was like, do I see this sustaining me for fucking twenty hours? Which is what that for game like 40? is. Like people 
talk about it being. It's like a long if you time. do like I know a lot of people that played that game to one hundred percent completion, and uh-huh. hey, God bless them. Uh huh. Yeah, but like to, to live to, your bliss, live your truth, live your truth, enjoy. You know, but like. For someone like me, I'm like I'm not really here for all of this dumb. Oh look, there's a sparkly over there, five feet from the one I just found. Let me go over there. Like, <laughs> I did that in Infamous, okay, and I liked Infamous. And since I've already done that in Infamous, and since Infamous kind of feels a lot like this game, only the combat isn't quite as boring, which is weird because the combat which is in, weird, which is weird because yeah. the combat in Infamous is really simple. Uh, it doesn't have some dumb, stupid Arkham Asylum dodge system bullcrap that Sleeping Dogs did way better than anybody else anyway. Um, boy, there's some, well, hot, there's some hot takes going out here tonight, isn't there? Well, now I'm content that Polly's finally appreciating Sleeping Dogs as the best open world game. <laughs> I have always had high praise for Sleeping Dogs. Yeah. I like the shit out of that game. I bought the HD I, version. Like, I like that why? game. Why? Oh, no. <laughs> What? I thought the PS4 version of that was bad. Is it? I only paid I ten bucks. Oh. I thought people were just like, "Why would you do that when you can get the PC one for like two fifty or whatever?" You could do that, but it's just like this one's already got all the DLC oh, and shit. So they fucking like took the original PC version down to do the definitive edition too. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Hey, like I like Sleeping Dogs a lot. Um, sleepy Dogs. Sleepy Dogs. But. uh I don't know. Just Spider Man just did not click with me, and I was just I was playing it, and it was just like, "There's no way this is holding me for 20 hours. It just can't." And like, I want to just bum rush the story and get it over with at least. And it's just like, "Nah, it ain't happening, Chief," because they want you to do a whole lot of side content before they unlock that next story mission. And I'm just like, "Nah, I'm good." Yeah. It's like when I got the Grand Pulse and Final Fantasy 13 replay, and was like, "I'm gonna do all these missions," and then I did six of them, and like, "I'm gonna do none of these missions." I would almost I, say I sampled Spider-Man at uh, over Christmas, oh, and I was like, geez. "All right, I've had my. This was nice. This is a good time." Like it is Bye. like, hey, it is. I'm not gonna say it's a bad game. Like it's just, it just ain't for me. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Like I'm perfectly happy Sorry, that people enjoy that game, and I think it's great. Like I will admit that it is a technical marvel. Marvel. Ah, nice. <laughs> I get it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Them jokes. I've got jokes. I've got jokes for days. I want to play Spider-Man, but I'm waiting for the PS5 now. What? Because, yeah. What? Because I don't have a PS4 Pro. What's the fuck difference? Oh, it's... PS5 is going to be backwards compatible, right? Yeah, it'll probably look a little better. I don't think there's okay. really all that much difference. I know, but it's like at this point, you're what a, the fuck? You're a dummy. Waited, like... You're a dummy. <laughs> You know what else I did? You know what else I did? Did you play God of War? I didn't play God of War yet, no. Oh. I'm I, waiting for the PS5 for that one. That's just going to be your, your thing from now on, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not actually going to play any video games. I'm playing Trails in the Sky, fuck you! <laughs> why, don't, why don't you wait for the PS5 version? Because there ain't going to be <laughs> there one. There ain't going to be one! Them games ain't never getting ported. That game runs better on the older version. What the yeah, the DX9 version of that game, for some reason, I, is real fucking slow and bad at loading. I 
it must have been better in first chapter because I was losing my mind with how slow second chapter is on was, those load screens. Yeah, like when when after five was playing uh, the games, I noticed that because when he was playing on DX nine, it was just like, why does it? Why is this playing so bad? These games don't have yeah ridiculous requirements or anything. I'm, like that's why I was so mad when I got to the end of the sewers and had to go back. Yeah, because I'm just imagining like the ten fifteen load screens I have to hit again. And just like going, ugh, like it's such a fucking ma- pain to do these mazes yeah. when every load is like three seconds, and it it adds up. Yeah, it really. So does. then I change the DXA, and it's just like instant. I'm just like, oh, I, I think can that, actually get get all these chests now. I think it's just bad optimization for the DX9 port. Like, yeah, that's all some- I think it is. There's something that's causing it to chunk because I've never seen it not be chunky on somebody's system under DX9. Yeah, it's something to do with the crossfades because. Like certain loads between areas will do a kind of a crossfade on the image. Yeah. And then it, it pauses also, it, there. Yeah. And then it has to like wait, wait, and then it'll finish the transition or it'll but skip here, or it'll skip the transition entirely. But here's the wild part. It also will do it when spites sprites crossfade. Yep. So if a character like crossfades into like a hugging sprite from a standing sprite, it will also chug for like a few seconds. It's God. ridiculous. Like, even, like, the end of battle doesn't chug now yeah. on DX8. I'm just like, it's so much faster. I also, if I just dealt with this, or if I... Might be... I, I, I think you probably DX8. dealt with it. You might. You either God. dealt with it, or you are, like, the minority. Gotcha. Oh, well. Yeah. Okay, so what that, else did that's you That's right, that's right. Side. These games have a hugging sprite. You don't know what you're missing out on. Get you a game mm-hmm. with some hugging sprites in them. Yeah, like Undertale. There you go. Game's got that game's got some real good hug sprites. Uh, I ate some raw potatoes. <laughs> you and, did not. And everybody seems to think that it was a joke. That was a lie. Is not a lie. John, I have to ask a question. Okay. 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 Uh, to, to clarify, I like okay. to so, I like to sometimes peel, wash, and slice up a potato. Throw some salt on there. You know. Just have you're just have, with me, just, ha- you're, you're just, just have your <laughs> you're just taking the joke and running with it. I've been down this path, Polly. This is literally not a joke because I make my own potato chips in the same way. You just deep fry them. Oh, you're committing so hard. <laughs> Maybe it's not a joke, John. It's it's literally not a joke. So okay, so John decides to try out this wonderful new treat that I you know I've been eating for years. Uh, and and he tells me that it's a joke, that there's no way that I deliberately set him up for a fall. Because what did you? Okay, how did you prepare your? I just, how did I you prepare the spud potato? I was about to cut up, and I just kind of like bit into it like an apple. Did you peel it at all? Yeah, I peeled it. Okay, I peeled it. and was about to cut it up. And okay, then I just bit into it like an apple. Because I was thinking, did you just take the thing, skin and all, and just bite into it? Because that'd oh. be real fucking gross. I. You see, you're convincing me. I'm believing you again that you're eating raw potatoes, and I'm just like, I believe you now, and and I'm just, and then I believe also that I'm gonna, that I'm being fooled. You're not being fooled. This is something okay. I do. This is something I do not on the regular. It's just hey, sometimes you buy a bag of potatoes because you're gonna make some mashed potatoes, or you're gonna boil some potatoes, or you want to bake potato. Hey, check it out. I'm gonna eat one or two of these raw, and it's gonna be real good. And that's my deal. Okay, I believe you. Good. Open your heart. 
Open your heart to, to, to the benefits of raw spud. What the fuck? The Beats Abomination sounds pretty good in comparison? What the fuck are you smoking? Thank you, Zach. What like are you smoking? It's just, a, it's just a potato. What's the problem? It's a fucking potato. You eat them all the time. It's literally <laughs> uncooked fries. And you're going to say that fucking awful canned beats fucking beets, fucking sunflower seeds, cottage cheese, and French fucking dressing or whatever? <laughs> you're going to say all of that? is better than just a fucking peeled, sliced, and salted raw potato? I'm questioning your sanity. See? After five, we'll have some raw potatoes. He's on the raw potato train. Okay, I'll sample it again. Is... I just I just really believed when I took the bite, and I was like, oh. Oh. Oh, I was tricked. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like it's just like instant clarity. Just like oh, this was this was a gag. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not one of my hilarious japes. Okay, that, that would have been a really good jape, though, right? It would if have I, if, it if was. you had if you had been fibbing, and then I did take the pipe. <laughs> I would have been laughing with twenty four f's. Okay, <laughs> I believe you, Polly. I can trust. I'll trust again. You could. You could trust me, John. You can I always can trust. trust. Of course. I've got nothing but impeccable taste. Absolutely. Exactly. That. That's basically all I've done, though. Is just eat oh, a bunch geez. of eat a bunch of potatoes, and, and I played a game I didn't like. But and shit on and justly shit on a boring open world game. Yeah, and justly shit on a boring open world game. But I am going into Dragon Quest Eleven and Valhalla this week, so Woo! that's going to be fun. I haven't really, I haven't really had drop. time to do anything because, you know, I'm under doctor mandated <laughs> don't do much. So I lit I took it literal and I just didn't do anything for two weeks. I'm pretty sure you could have played video games and watched TV. I probably could have. Probably could have. But I just decided not to focus on anything. Decided, you know what, fuck it. It's going to be a lazy potato. <laughs> There's something to be said for that, just spiritually. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Like, I feel such a relief sometimes when I finish, like, a long-form thing. And then it's like, oh, I don't have this pressure, this looming thing yeah. on my downtime. Yeah. I can just exist. Yesterday I fell asleep on my couch for an hour and a half. Just there like, you go. Whatever. It's okay. I've Life's taken a, a lot of naps this weekend, so I understand. Mm-hmm. I, I stayed up late on Friday, and it's still fucked with me, because I drank caffeine oh at 7 o'clock. That was real smart. I was laughing. I was laughing so hard. I was, was funny as shit. It was so weird. It was 1 a.m. Like, I fall asleep. I was, like, dead tired the previous night at 11, 11 p.m. Like, fall, like eyes nodding nodding off. And then that day, I was, it was, like, 1 a.m. And I was just like, hey, William, want to keep talking some more? Hey, William, everything's uh, cool? Uh, okay, I, I guess I'll leave you. You're, you seem tired. I'll let you go to bed. Hey, Internet, how are you all doing? Uh, check out my fanfic. I don't know. Uh, it was the worst. <laughs> Caffeine sucks. I, I like made a cup of tea today at two o'clock. I just kind of looked at it and then I poured it down the sink. I was just like, "No, I'm I've been betrayed." God. What kind of tea are you drinking that has so much caffeine? Oh, great! Okay, it was just and I and I still have my cup in the morning. Obviously, like if, if I don't have 
if I don't have caffeine, like, after 7 p.m., I'm good. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, 2 in the middle of the day. Nah, 2 is fine. Like, I drink caffeine just... I drink, like, 3, 4 cups in the morning, usually, so... I, I, I indulge quite heartily. Right. It's just I usually cut myself off in the afternoon, mm. and I didn't this time, and my body was like, Oh, what's this? This is unusual. <laughs> huh. Let's, let's stay up and figure it out. <laughs> yep. And then I took a Benadryl and finally <laughs> fell asleep like 45 minutes later. Mm. It's about the only way you can you can do it when, you, when, you, when you're on a caffeine high like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It worked out. Yeah. Just abuse some drugs. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I've been doing that. A, it's. I have allergies right now. So. Really, oh, I, I, I have allergies too, John. I have allergies. Allergy buddies. Allergy buddies. Hi, That's right. <laughs> oh, it's Elrock. Yeah, he's a good guy. I like him. He is a speedrunning friend of mine. Cool. Hey, Polly, are you putting something off? Am I? <laughs> are you delaying something? Uh, no. Uh, wait, what else Come did on. I? What else did I eat this week? Uh, I feel like there's something you. you I might had some real good pork right loin earlier. Uh, We're just really doing a, a, a one-hour episode, right? So we've only got like 15 minutes left. Yeah, it yeah. feels like it feels like we're just kind of spinning our wheels here instead of moving into the next segment. Oh shit! I didn't mean. Oh, oh Rhett, I'm sorry. I forgot. I delayed throwing <laughs> back to you, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah. So Rhett, what's uh, up? I watched what's up, Gamer? Anime too. Oh, so... <laughs> <laughs> Rhett, can we talk about Endgame or can we not? I don't know the etiquette there. Oh, I definitely think we shouldn't. Unless, you, right. unless you can really do a non-spoiler version. Yeah, no. I, I mean. Like I really liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. It was a good. It was a good climax. Yeah. I, if you haven't watched all of the movies leading up to this, oh I don't think you should. Like, I don't really suggest doing like a marathon. Oh no, <laughs> it would be death. It, it's such a good. It's a good finale, and it's sort of brought into focus how lame a lot of the middle ones are, especially like mm. Avengers Two and Civil War. I was just like, oh wow. This, <sighs> See, I just can't get behind you because I liked Civil War at least. <sighs> so weird to me. It's fine. And Not everyone is like, Avengers 2 has actually aged really well with where they took some of the stuff. And I'm like, mm, I mean, there's that line where Tony po- points up, he says, that's up there, that's the end game. Like, ooh, he knew space was the end game. But then there's like the Natalia and Hulk stuff <laughs> that they never went back to. Mm-hmm. Like people, people really like latching on to like the very surfacey character interactions. Like someone told me, "Oh, Avengers two was important because it introduced Vision." Like, okay, yeah, it introduced a character that was present in the later movies, so I guess <laughs> it was vital. I mean, it does establish continuity. I don't know. It establishes new characters. That's all. The, that's all stories do is you just have a bunch of new episodes and they introduce new characters and new characters and new characters and then it ends. That's what I've learned from anime comedies. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm groaning because the one of the shows I watched, the slime one, is exactly that. <laughs> it just keeps introducing characters. It never stops. Without never actually just having a story. <laughs> That is literally like the third Tenshi Muyo OVA is literally uh, just keep introducing more characters every episode. <laughs> I hate that. Ah, well. See, Civil War was imp- important because it introduced Black Panther. 
Well, okay, that's that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. They also he also had his whole movie right after that that was fun that was really good. And you could just watch that. I know. Good point. Yeah. I don't, I hate the MCU. I'm really glad I don't have. But to you like you hate the MCU, but you liked Endgame. That's what's cracking. And I like Phase One. Phase One was great. But th- that's the most introduced character of one of all of them. Yeah, and then it, they, but each of the individual movies is good as opposed to being bad. So yeah, I guess I, I guess I disagree with that point as well. Where it's like eh, Iron Man's good. I like Iron Man. I like Captain America. I like um, Thor, and I really liked Avengers. And then then you can just stop. And then you're good. So Sorry. Watch some of those hot DC movies. Everybody loves. Yeah, those. go watch those. Uh, oh, Su- Suicide Squad, Wonder- so bad we're gonna have to fucking try again. <laughs> you watch Wonder Woman and go, oh, that was an okay MCU ripoff. <laughs> yeah, you watch Wonder Woman and it's like everyone is, oh my god, this is the most they made a competent movie. Oh my god, <laughs> you made a thing that I can classify as a movie to the MPAA. Functional. Oh, I, I hate mean, movies. Right after, now, I mean, yeah. After Suicide Squad and like Batman versus Superman, Wonder Woman did feel like a revelation by just being adequate. <laughs> and then Aquaman is okay. It's fine. Uh, Hooray! That that those are things where like people invite me to go see movies, and I'm like, sure, this will be great. And I'll get to hang out with you afterwards, and that'll be nice. Yeah. Oh. Well. The things we endure to have okay. Should we just get to it? Because I feel kind of awkward going next. Yeah, John. no problem. John, what have you been up to? I one cc Toho sixteen. Oh, nice. It I, took me like two hours. That's yeah, not going to be a hard one, given the way that yeah. those games are structured now. Yep, they just give it just gives you so many lives, so many bombs. I was I could just tank through most of the climax there. Mm-hmm. I beat the I, mean, I beat it. I won credit cleared it the first time I got to the last stage. Which was the was fifteen the point system yes. one, where you die and go back to checkpoints. Yeah, fifteen so was the I want to be a guy the guy one. Yeah. So when Polly says like quote the way those games are structured like they did play with the structure and then they went back. Yep. Uh, yep. Oh right right right. Yeah they. Yeah so I played I played fifteen and was just like I don't like this system at all. It's fucking brutally hard is to compensate. Yeah. <laughs> like you have you have to play that one on easy. And Pretty then it's much. kind of boring. Yeah. yeah. I played it on normal and had a good time. If you stop at stage five. Stage, yeah, stage, but stage six isn't hard. It's just kind of disappointing. And then stage five is really, 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 really good. Um, but yeah, this I, so this one, couple things is that, you know how the plot always starts in stage four in Toho games? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then this one, this one, the plot doesn't really start until stage five because they go. <laughs> Each stage is one oh, yeah, it's, seasons. It's season. So you do summer, autumn, spring, and then winter is the fourth stage. And then you find the person and then go there. And the fourth the fourth boss is still unrelated to them. Mm-hmm. So stage five and six are legit really cool. Um, they have this cool thing with the background where you're like going past all these doors that are opening up into like into people's minds or something. And it just it's trippy and cool looking, and the music's good. Um, and the last two bosses are fun, are a good time. And they did the thing I wanted Toho 14 to do. The final boss steals your options and uses them against you at the end. Oh, damn. 
it's exactly what I kept bitching that Toho 14 set you up to do and then doesn't. Yeah, and this just, one, yeah. Then they and then this one it. sets it up and then it does it. <laughs> so the the whole last spell card is really long where they just take your options and then you don't have the season thing and she sets it up in the dialogue before the fight so it's like oh you did something um the the spring mm. items sure are just a bunch of visual noise huh oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh that's why polly stopped playing this that's game. why yeah. i stopped playing yeah i started that one and i was just like oh oh no it's just throwing like i was Raymu, so i just had all these pink this pink garbage not differentiated enough from the bullets. Yep. So it was just like, oh, it's just pixel vomit. It it does not it, it doesn't read well. I don't think. Yeah, I completely agree. And the the only way I dealt with it was just like, all right, I'm just gonna get used to this, I guess. And then I did. Does the, the background on the last boss kind of phase between the different seasons? Yes, it's very cool. Because I remember somebody bitching that there's a part in that where it's just green background, green bullets. <laughs> also very bad it's fine the game's easy enough that the the readability well, issues were okay for me yeah but i'm also I mean, but yeah no i don't have any i don't have any vision issues if i did you're that not would working with one really eye suck. like some people yep so i completely agree that that sucks yeah uh, i think i think when i played it the game wasn't translated yet so that's why i don't remember it's like the last boss sets up this thing i was like no, she just talked in Japanese, and I mashed through it. <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> so I thought that was very cute. Um, beyond that, this one doesn't really have any gimmicks at all, which I think is why it's probably my least favorite of... It's a very straightforward kind of return to Super sweet. Basics. Yeah. After 15 got super weird, and, yeah. you know, the, like, 14 had, like, the... F- and... The last boss making you big and stuff like they yeah. were getting really gimmicky in kind of annoying ways. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it got. I, I understand why I got in nerves. It was at least kind of something. It was sort of doing something with the identity. And if I'd done the option trick, I would have probably been like, "Yes, I completely love this." Um, and then I legit really liked fifteen just because I like. I yeah. want to. I want to be the guy. Bullshit. Yeah. There's actually a demo for Toho Seventeen that just came out. Cool. I can, I'll wait, and then I'll beat it in two hours, or it'll be different. I don't know. Who knows? I'll just wait until the full yeah. game's out. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, right? Until you start talking about 15, and, like, I remember the background with the doors opening. That's cool. Mm-hmm. All I could remember from this game was, like, the, the, the what is it, the season system being really easy to kind of exploit, and Cerno with a 10. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's just All the funniest things. name for a character. Also, I, I DM'd you about the stage two boss is the one with the cleaver. She's very good. I guess. I, I like. She she does this bullet move where she, like, creates, like, a slice of bullets across the screen. Like, it's something. It's something. That's all I'm asking for. I, I can appreciate things like that where, like, uh, the bullet patterns kind of mimic a sort of motion that the character mm-hmm. is doing in a way. Kind of like the way Kagasa, like, twirls her I was umbrella. Gonna say... Kogasa is like the definitive version of that yeah. for me. So like twirl her umbrella yes. and the bullets will kind of like follow the way her umbrella is twirling and that looks really cool. I just wish every Toho game could be as good as UFO. Oh god. Yeah, UFO. That's, it's so good. It's, it's the so fun. It's so good. It's the, the, the subterranean animism and UFO is just like the the one-two punch one, two. there. I was, yeah. 
they're just both ones where the where the first three stages actually kind of contribute to. Mm. It's supposed to just sort of like, all right, let's have our little demo and then let's have the game. Yeah, like the actual game starts now. Yep. And then this one that doesn't happen until the last two stages, so it's like, oh, okay. Um, so this one feels kind of small, like almost feels like Great Fairy Wars to me, but without you know the the mechanic that makes Great Fairy Wars really cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I think that my my ranking of the phase four total <laughs> is um I fifteen is my favorite, then fourteen, then this one, and then <laughs> then all the way over there is thirteen. Like I don't like any of them. I I don't think wouldn't any this, of them are wouldn't great. Wouldn't this be phase five if we're doing thirteen, fourteen, fifteen? Yeah, this is the next yeah, this is phase five. No, I was, I was thinking I was including 13, 14, 15, 16 as one phase, just uh, not as a trilogy, because it doesn't really feel like it to me for whatever reason. This one just kind of feels like the real kind of milk toast mountain of faith, like start over new trilogy thing. Yeah, I can see that. Hopefully, the next one will be really cool. <laughs> yeah, because generally they do, like PCB and Imperishable Night, like the second two in that trilogy are the good ones. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Well, I, I guess people really like Embodiment of Scarlet Devil, though, so... Yeah. Embodiment of Scarlet Devil's not bad, it's just... it's Well, I mean... It's not as satisfying out of the gate, the way that all of the other games in yeah. the series are. And that's probably just due to the fact that you start at zero energy, and you, you're so weak, and it's not really fun, and there's not a lot happening in those first two or three stages. I yeah. guess I was thinking more like, hmm, it's like people are still making fan games with those specific characters ten years later. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of got that cast going for it. It's also, got that cast. Like, that's, like, literally the cast of Tohu Luna Nights. It's like, hey, Meiling and Sakuya and Romelia, they're all here. We, yep. All of the Tohos are here. All of them. No, no specifically the ones from that game. I know. Literally and, all of them. And Nitori. Yeah. I really like Scarlet Devil. It feels like the it feels sort of raw and oh, the, it's the definitely most, the yeah. most. It feels like closer to like other shmups, I guess, as opposed to like feeling kind of Toho established style. It's like this was yeah, some melts. It's like I'm still I'm building this. Vi- I'm still vi- building this voice, and something about that appeals to me. Yeah. And like and like Red says, the bullets are very fast in it, and they got slower and slower as they go along. Yeah. The bullets are very fast. You can't see your hitbox. It's definitely yep. the transition game between the PC ninety eight ones and, and Windows, yeah, yeah. It feels basically cool. per- perfect. Jerry Blossom just setting kind of the tone for the rest. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. So that's I, I've continued my modern Toho journey. Um, I'll play the next one. They, like I, I don't think I'm not particularly offended by probably not liking any of these because yeah, none of them are really great. Yeah, they, just, they, like, they just don't feel essential in the ways that I think the really good games in that series do. Yeah. It's like, I would tell people who love shmups, go play Perfect Cherry Blossom, go play Imperishable Night, go play Subterranean Animism, go play UFO, go play Double Spoiler, go play fucking uh, Shoot the Bullet. Like, I, I would say those, yeah. I would say all of the, uh, go play Great Fairy Wars. I think all of those... Yeah, okay, that's it. That's the that's the list. That's the <laughs> list. That is the list. That is I the mean, whole I, list. I, I throw in Mountain of Faith and Embodiment. I like, like, I, I, I like, oh, I like oh, yeah, Mountain that. of Faith as well. I like Mountain of Faith yeah. as well. I. That's a run of, like... 10 really good games. I know. That's a lot of games that are going to keep you real busy if you just want some really good shmups and you don't you know, and you're not too put off by the aesthetic. Yeah. What's which wrong with be, the aesthetic? Like. <laughs> so, 
There's nothing wrong so with the aesthetic. I just know people that are super I hardcore. Know. I don't like anything anime. If I play it, it'll make me gay. <laughs> I mean, it's just little girls staying up late and drinking tea and not being able to fall asleep. That's literally all it is. <laughs> no, it's just John relates so heavily to this. Yep. So that's that's sort of the new ones for me. It was just like I can spend a weekend playing this and then yeah. never touch, probably never touch it again. But at least this was a nice time. I the guy the guy can bake a good shmup that I can that's easy as opposed to all the other ones which are really hard. <laughs> so this one is just like oh I can beat this oh yay. Yeah, that's so right. I, I I told uh, Colin to play Mountain of Faith, and then he couldn't beat it, so he cried for five week, five years about <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. Colin, Mountain of Faith is really easy. Yeah, it's you should get you should get pretty better. easy. Don't play that last boss on easy though. It's actually way harder on easy. Well, it's just the last spell card is the last spell broken. card is ridiculous because the bullets just don't despawn fast enough. There you go, Colin. Well, there you go, Colin. You can beat it on easy. You can beat it on normal. Yeah, you can beat it on easy. You can beat it on normal. Oh, like, you cheated! The, uh, you cheated not only the game, but yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got. Uh, I got so close to being able to beat Mountain of Faith on Lunatic by just spamming oh, bombs on yeah. very specific cards. Yeah. I, like I could get to the last boss, but I just couldn't ever seal the deal. I might have gotten to that last. I don't think I ever got to the last spell card actually. But like. That game's easy enough if you just know exactly which spell cards you're never going to be able to dodge yeah, and just bomb yeah, through them, and yeah. you have a lot of bombs. And, and you can and you can conceivably do a lot of that in Imperishable Night too, because the bomb timer is super generous. Yeah. So like when you yeah. get hit, you can easily just pop a bomb and still keep the life, but just sacrifice two bombs for it. Yeah. Yeah, I beat Imperishable Night and a couple others on hard, but Lunatic was always. Lunatic is out of my grasp. I can it's get to like ridiculous. I can get to racing, and it's just like I I just can't. <laughs> I can't. I feel like when when I was really into Toho, like the fan base that between people that played them a lot, there was always this huge divide. There's people that play on normal, and mm-hmm. there's people that play on lunatic. Yeah, and there's, there's nobody no in that plays on hard. Yeah, there's and no I was between. like at that level of like I can play on hard mode on some of the games. It's like pro. Pl- it's like pro. Yeah pro Street Fighter players versus, you know, newbies. And, like, there's just this huge divide. Yeah. No one ever plays on hard mode for some reason. Which is, which feels like probably the best for me that I want, that's what I yeah. want to build up to now. So I've, I've gotten pretty far into Imperishable Night. That's probably the one I'm going to do first. Yeah. Because um, it's the one that just feels like arcade hard. Like, that's yeah. basically, yeah. or not not even, not even really. <laughs> it's not like, bullshit, but it's, it's nah. very precise in a lot of things like a lot of those later spell cards are gonna fuck you up real bad especially when (laughs) it's just like literally fucking with bullet trajectories and shit yeah but like my time trying to beat rayforce and whatnot it's like if i go to normal mode toho it's like oh this is easy but if i go up to hard it's like okay yeah this is this is shmup i get it yeah so or or you play subterranean animism and then it's just that on Uh, yeah that's one of the ones you don't touch hard mode on it no, you, no. You that get to stage three and you just go, what the fuck? That's a game that I'm not ashamed to say. Finished it on easy the first time, then went to normal. That, that game is that ridiculous on even hard mode. Yeah, that game's real fucking hard. Them lasers. UFO is, straight. UFO is so fucking hard. Both of them are so fucking hard. Yeah. yeah. I've only... 
I don't even want to know what 15 looks like. And it's like it's like UFO is hard, I feel, because the UFO system is so easy to exploit oh, that you could get so, so many fun. lives. You it's get such a yeah. fun system, though. Yeah, because oh, like, yeah, you keep fucking yourself over getting my lives. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like <laughs> that's why it's so hard, though. It's why it's balanced mm-hmm. the way it is, is because you can just build up so many bombs and lives through the UFO yep. system, and it's real easy to do. Yep. And it actually feels good because the rewards are so... It's risky, yeah. but the rewards are so good. Yeah, like versus... popping a UFO is one of the most satisfying things. It's just like yeah. you're building that thing up and then just popping it. It feels real good. <laughs> feels real good. And then I remember in 13, like, it takes a billion years to get a life. But yeah. uh, but the, the system for doing it is really risky, so I wound up just ignoring it and never getting lives. Ugh. Yeah, 13 is the one where you die once on stage 5 and you're like, well, I've screwed myself. That's it! Yeah, and then the and then stage one through four really easy and boring. Yeah, because you have no resources in that one, which yep. is such a weird turn after UFO. Yep, it's like let's it, be really easy but extremely unforgiving and, like, and boring. Oh. Yeah, e- easy and boring, but also very unforgiving. So you can't just pop it off in two hours like I did with sixteen and fourteen. Right. So I I didn't finish ten desires. I'm okay with that. Wow. I liked Someday. Ten Desires the first time I finished it, and then when I went back to, for subsequent playthroughs, it was just like, wow, there's like really just kind of one route through this game, isn't there? Like what? There's like one route to remain powered up, and that's it. God. Like you have to kill enemies in very, one very specific order to spawn the spirits and shit in the way that it needs to be spawned, so then you can do your burst, and then like, yeah, it's just the same route every time. It's the Ikaruga of Toho games. Except Ikaruga's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I sampled two other shmops. I sampled Judgment Silver Sword. I got about halfway through. I've gotten. I've sunk a couple hours under that one, and it's real good. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cho Ren Sha X8, X68. I've mm-hmm. not played either of these. I've definitely okay. heard of that other one. One of them was originally a freeware game for X68K that got released on Windows computers in 2001 and got updated in 2016. Wow. Yeah. People are putting in work. Yeah. It's like really crazy, intense action, um, but the background doesn't change. Oh, right. Yeah. It's really weird. Like, it's, I just kind of accepted it. Like, okay, that's, that's what this is. And I was just like, but was, that was kind of, I had to recalibrate a little bit because I'm so used to going on a journey in shmups basically mm. so it's like no this is just a 20 minute hell gauntlet mm. in one scrolling background mm. um, and the Judgment Silver Sword is the Wondrous One game that got ported to Steam oh okay and it's also oh. very intense action it's like it, there's 32 stages but each stage <laughs> is like 30 seconds yeah and it, nice. they just are really punchy and it's very stripped down and simple um but intense. Yeah. I really like it. So both of the both of those were kind of nice because Toe 16 was slow and easy, and then I finished it very easily. So it's like, okay, these can kick my ass. Mm. Um, I'd like to let's just talk about the 2000 Type Moon Visual Novel Sukihime. Is that okay? <laughs> sure. Okay. So I finished this. Um, I think I cooled down on it since last podcast. Oh, good. Because the last one, I think I just beaten CL, uh, CL's route, and I was kind of beat writing... CL. No. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it, it's it's a Nasu game. I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised so if, if you know a, a domestic beating did occur. 
Um, and then, so I was kind of riding high from the end of that route because it sort of finishes the first route too because that one doesn't really wind, fin- wrap up all the threads. Mm-hmm. And then... Then I jumped immediately into the far side of the moon roots, which split off like almost at the beginning of the story, and it actually contradicts a bunch of stuff from the other route. Ugh. It's it's basically its own thing. Do you have like, to do those three afterwards? Um, you have to do them after finishing one of the first two routes. It would be stupid to play them before finishing both of the first two routes, basically. Okay. Um, you should. You sh- there's just one order that you should do. You should do arc and then CL and then. Sister, maid, sad maid. Um, and the whole this one really started to kind of the this one really started to fall apart for me in the sense of um he's really just going at going at topics he doesn't know shit about and that's uh, and it wind up kind of compromising a lot of the nice arcs he was building for me. So, I was kind of coming out, coming away from this like, okay, I get why this is building up to the thing that I liked, but I don't think this is worth fifty hours. I'm happy I went, happy I took the journey, but me, me, fifty hours and how long is the soundtrack? Twenty minutes. <laughs> do you just start? Do you keep the music on the entire time? I I turned it down low. I was okay. Just like, just like all right, I let's was... just keep letting this play. I'm like, at what point is he gonna be like looking for like fan remix or, or At what something? point is he just throwing Nine Inch Nails songs in here? <laughs> or the <that's> right. <laughs> God, and it sucks. I mean, yeah, I just imagine that that there's like a fan patch of like, hey, Sukihime music remixed. Like, it's an insert, and like you play these songs on these scenes and makes it way better because you're not is. hearing. Yeah, there oh. is one. I just didn't do it because I was like, ah, I'm just going to plow through. I'm already at the Indian Vark's route. I'm not going to bother. And I played four more routes. <gasps> so you were already done with it by the end of the first one. It's, though. I no. Just... No, I was, I was I was feeling good at the end of CL's route, and then I kind of dribbled away because the sister route I meant, bring... I meant specifically about the music. Like, you were oh, already yeah. oh, yeah. ranting it's... about the soundtrack pretty early on. It's bad. Just... For me, music is such a huge, important part of That's, games. Like, I just can't imagine being this annoyed by the soundtrack. I would say that is the second most egregious, awful thing about the VN. <laughs> um, Minus all of the abuse. Well, that's the first, obviously. That's the first. Yes. I hope. So, literally, there's so many things in Fate that were just done here, the same, but worse. And it, it, I feel like it would. I'm so glad I played Fate first because this. It feels like it would just really diluted my Fate experience. Mm. Like Kohaku's route is just Sakura, but way more tasteless, which is saying something. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was sort of a that was a put down the game for the night and then talk to you, and be like, oh, this sucks. When I I just parsed out like oh the last route is gonna be all about child sex abuse okay cool yeah cool that's fabulous and they make you do that one last they're really saving it for yeah yeah. gotta gotta save the big guns for last (laughs) nope so it uh i really missed i really missed fate by the end of it i was just like (laughs) i was i was finishing it and just like god remember when i finished this exact thing in fate and i was just 
a mess for the evening, and then I spent the rest of the week just Googling fan art and feeling really happy. Mm. And this time, it's like the same exact arc, same exact closing C- happy CG, and I was just like, I don't, I don't really feel much, y'all. Not really, not really there. Other than disgust, maybe. <sighs> so, yeah, they just kind of keep. It starts out gross in the first route, and then just kind of goes, keeps going on, keeps going on, keeps going yeah. and going. Whereas, whereas fate more. <sighs> fate has starts with like basic bitch, like basic sexism. And then unlimited blade works, which is mostly free of stuff. And then Heaven's Field goes full gross, mm-hmm. and then this is just full gross the whole time, except more and wor and shitty. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. not like every. It's still everything is centered around these nice arcs, and the theming is really on point in the sense that it's all these people who are stuck in this kind of stasis because of past traumas that they're trying to move past. Um, that's true of Shiki, too. Um, and then going about dealing with these issues in the worst ways imaginable <laughs> at every conceivable opportunity. That's pretty fair, I think. Um, so it's it's... It's like the blueprint for all these things that I like, um, and then just not not sticking the landing because it's got too much misogynist teenage boy energy. It's more more like the poo print. <laughs> Boom! Got him! Got him! Uh, I think he was about twenty seven when this one came out. Jeez! <laughs> oh, so Ugh. that's like. Young, but it's not young enough for it to be. No, like, no, definitely it, not. No, it's not young enough for it to yeah. be. Like, it's, it's like Blink One Eighty Two still writing songs about teenagers and they're fifty-two years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. I haven't actually played any of his like later stuff. Like I have the his Fate Extra was twenty ten, and then all the Fate Grand Order roots, which sound re- the the climax of the season sounds really good. So it'll be interesting to see. Are these more mature? Are these... I can't imagine yeah. the Fate Grand Order would ever contain the level of grossness that Tsukihime seems to Like, give I am sure that there's a lot the... of gross shit in Grand Order. Like, I have no doubt at oh. all that there's a lot. But it, I sincerely would hope that literally saying, get out of my way or I'm going to rape you, is not a motivation in uh, Fate Grand Order. That's a pretty bad moment. Wow. <laughs> that's a literal uh, thing that happens, by the way. That's not me being facetious. That is a thing that actually happens. <gasps> Masu's a fucking hack. Don't don't ever look up how much money Grand Order has made. <laughs> I still feel connected to all these characters to the point that we're when I read I found I realized oh there's this big fighting game beloved fighting game series with all these characters I was really happy like oh shit oh yes oh fabulous um so and then I went and downloaded a bunch of the every translated PDF of the other <laughs> books like I got all the Garden of Sinners books so I can read those when Wait, I want no I'm gonna watch I'm the gonna, movies I'm gonna watch the movies first okay I'll take a break for a while and then oh I'll read oh my the god books. Obviously, Holly, what have we done to trigger this 
It literally, we aren't the ones that triggered I, this. I guess, yeah, I guess we're we, not. I guess we know who triggered this. We are this, not but. responsible. Who triggered this? <laughs> this is me. This is just me, Rhett. I, I don't. Uh, I don't so. know about that. What happened? Like, is it because I got divorced? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what I that's was specifically what we're saying, John. <laughs> I got divorced, so now I like the media that hates women. Is that what y'all are implying? Yes! Yes! Very explicitly, in those exact terms, (laughs) you were playing East 8 and very specifically made a point of saying that you hated the happy couple! That was a joke. That was just a joke. John, you have to understand that that's probably a little hard to tell at this point. Oh, that's fair. So, and then I and then I also downloaded the sequel to Tsukihime. Uh, Wait, what? Kagetsu yeah, there's a Toya. sequel. Nobody talks about it. It's it's just like Fate Hollow Ataraxia. There's a Kagetsu Toya. Yeah, I played that. It's real gross. Enjoy, oh, fu- no. enjoy fucking a nine year old from first person <laughs> perspective. Enjoy it. You played that too. Wait. You finished Tsukihime and went on to that. Yep, because I was an idiot. I'm in shock right now. Like I thought it was crazy enough that Polly got through Tsukihime somehow. I had no idea there was a sequel. I had no idea there was Lolicon in it, apparently. Oh, it's very explicit. Oh, goodness. Like, it is oh, first John, person, John? straight up, I'm ignoring your boundaries, and this is oh, going to no. be all about me. Oh, no. Oh, my God. You're, I, I you're not going to have a good time. I can't series anymore. You're not thought... going to have a good time, John. John you're... showed me a line. <laughs> No, I'm not gonna enjoy that. I'm not. I'm not here for that. But yeah, we just I don't know for the Ilya anime. Yeah, like I I got through that, and I did not. Enjoy, if I if I did enjoy that, I would have figured it out by now. I don't. Um, but yeah, there's. It's character focused writing. It's not doing the sort of plot. I'm gonna send you 428 Shibuya Scramble, and you just play that. <laughs> Instead, it's, yeah, it's not doing the zero escape and Danganronpa thing where it's like going real hard on the plot and the lore and the mysteries. And well, the that's what you need to get back rooms. to. So, so with Red's permission, I'm just going to send you 428. You, you play <laughs> I, that. I already bought. I already bought it. I bought it on oh. PS4, so I'm going to well, play that at some point. Fuck. So I will. I'm sure I'll enjoy it because because I was starting to feel really exhausted with. I felt very exhausted with Zero Escape and Danganronpa by the conclusions of those series. Well, they're so, big commitments. Those are large, yeah. like, those are like three huge 40-plus hour mm-hmm. games apiece. You know, it's also a huge commitment, though, is reading literally every piece of Tight Moon literature yes. ever, ever. That's what I'm saying, is that the Tsukihime and the Fate both are very character-focused for their whole runtime, and they're focused on those arcs in a way that Xeriscape and Danganronpa ne- really never were, so I'm like uh, I've connected really hard with yeah, both. Don't of, think anybody like, gets raped in any of those games. That's true. They're not as gross, but I thought Danganronpa is super character focused. Though it so really is, sure. especially super, three. You have to make people care about those characters, or you're not going to care when they die. That's absolutely true. But they're also there's also just a bunch of murder mystery stuff. There's a bunch of class trial stuff. There's mm, a bunch of okay. So that's what you mean, yeah? Yeah. There's a bunch of extra shit. There's a bunch of stuff to get through, and especially by three, I was like, all right, I kind of got the point here. So it's it's this weird thing where I play a fate or even Tsukihime. It's like 
even the even the parts that are bad, at least it's not doesn't feel like filler in my brain. I don't know. Uh, spending twenty hours from the perspective of somebody who can't get out of bed sounds like a lot of. That was like one of the best me. parts. It was really tense. Oh yeah, so tense. Very it's like tense. a Stephen King book. That's oh. a that's a that's literally the premise of Misery, and that's a real tense, good story. Oh yeah. So let's just make that comparison. You just made that fucking comparison. Stephen <laughs> Misery. Yes, I'm I did. Gonna fucking shoot myself. Well, I mean, reading Tsukihime sounds like misery, so I can see it. <laughs> so, abso- absolutely super fucking mega gross. Absolutely the worst. I'll probably... I might stum- stomach kind of, again, pull back a little bit. Um, but I'm... But, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Pet Moon super fan. Uh, so... I'm pretty, I'm pretty much in it now. I'm, I've, yeah. So, what is the roadmap from here? You've got the Garden of Center movies. Yep. You've got the Garden of Sinner books, apparently. Um, he's got a couple short stories. He's got the Tsukihime sequel, all the Melty Blood. Melty Blood has like 10 hours of original Nasubien <laughs> content. Uh, Fate Hollow Ataraxia, uh, the, the three Fate Extra RPGs, um, plus the fourth one that's not fan-translated, which sucks, because um, I heard people call that the Heaven's Feel of Fate Extra. Jeez. Uh, there's uh, so much. There's all the fake Grand Order stuff. There's three full arcs that are being adapted into movies um, based on the not just the Natsu chapters because those are the only good ones because all the other chapters are fucking garbage so far. Oh, it's kind of hard to call something garbage in relation to anything Natsu has done. It's really <laughs> weird. He, oh. Yeah, that, in the type in the grander Type Moon universe, all, the only good stuff is Natsu basically or the Urban. Or, I was going to say, don't yeah, you fate, dare exclude Fate Zero. No, fate Zero is good. Fate Zero, and then the Nasu stuff, and then you know the good parts of of Caliad Liner, um, of which there are none. No, Anyways. it's it's like half. It's like split down the middle of awful bullshit, and then like a good story. It's the worst. So this is this it's is the next. Worst. <laughs> so this is the this is my um my continued journey is I'm I'm very much in it. This is me, y'all. This is me now. But I will, I can put a put a lid on it a little bit since it seems like I didn't process because Fate never got as gross as Tsukihime is for basically its whole runtime, and I can get why that would get under folks' skin to just hear it talked about constantly. So yeah, it's that's where I'm at. Can I say another thing? <laughs> it's it's just um, I feel like I kind of kept dancing around and sort of skipping over the really gross shit that happens in this story. Mm-hmm. Um, well, do we need to go into that? No, I, that's what, what I'm saying is that I don't want that to see... I don't want... My intent there wasn't to minimize it or, like, make excuses for it or erase it. You know, all the all the rape that happens in it and yeah. abuse and awful shit. Um... It was more just like not really feeling qualified. I get like my conclusions there aren't useful. I guess. Well, I it's... mean, I, I don't think a bad conclusion to anything involving rape is. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good conclusion to draw. <laughs> I mean, this, you were extremely squicked out on Twitter multiple times by this game and said stuff like, "Why does this have to be so fucking gnarly?" Basically. Yeah, that's. I said that a couple times. I I had that. Like, why is this so viscerally violent and gross? Yeah. Like, to what end is this going? Yeah. Just pornographic, but 
just way not. So yeah, that's that's kind of what I wanted to say. It was just like it wasn't my intent there to minimize or make excuses. It was to it was just not really feeling comfortable. I guess <laughs> going too deep there. Huh. And so I'm just interested as a storyteller who's interested in gross shit just as person not personally as like a fetish thing necessarily but just as someone who has gone through some shit wanting and maybe wants to make uncomfortable ugly stories mm-hmm. not in the same way obviously no but because like- this series seems to take like like all of this shit and this is my personal beef with it mm-hmm. is that Nasu's shit is strictly for pornographic purposes and I'll never be convinced otherwise. I don't think mm-hmm. any of that shit adds anything to his stories other than someone to sit and jack off to. And that is always the fucking... That always feels like the point of anything like rape or sexual abuse that happens throughout the vast majority of his his stories mm-hmm. um, is that like, it always feels like it's there for a pornographic purpose and not trying to actually delve into something as to why this is there. Make all the stories you want. They can have these kinds of themes. But I think that the way that he presents those stories is done in a way that is meant to just be somebody's fat material. Yeah. And that's where I, think- I just cannot... I cannot give him any validation as an artist because it just feels fucking... Like, you're writing this for people that want to jack off to it. That's that. Mm-hmm. That's my issue with it. I think that's an extremely fair conclusion. Um, and even and I think I would own um, like with Heaven's Feel specifically, like that is. I think it's also a kind of emotional pornography mm-hmm. of you know taking care of this wounded flower. Is that that is the emotional arc of that story? Is here's this person who's gone through a lot of pain. You can be their hero. You can take care of them. And, like, I connected with that a lot. Um, and I think that in a lot of ways it is a kind of, even if I'm not, act, like, jacking off to it, I'm getting off in an emotional sense mm-hmm. of this isn't, this is indulging an emotional want and not a mm-hmm. thematic need. I guess it's not this isn't teaching me something it is making me feel really good by indulging this part of me um and I I still appreciate that I think that's interesting um but yeah I think that more than fits your I think your conclusions there are are extremely fair in that light Mm. and then Tsukihime goes so far in the other way that just being outwardly pornographic that it doesn't do really anything for me emotionally in the same way so Mm. yeah so that's that's kind of where I'm at, is that if I'm wanting to make gross stories, it's sort of nice to get a very clear example of like, okay, here's what here's what not to do. Yeah, like, I, I remember watching <laughs> uh, uh, somebody stream once, and he was talking about, he, he was playing Danganronpa, and he was like, mm-hmm. and he was like, they could make this story a whole lot more dark if one of the cases was just somebody got raped. And I was like, what? <laughs> what are you, what are you on, dude? <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah, you could make it more dark. And he was so? like, I'm going to make my own fucked up stories, man. There'll probably be, like, rape in it. 
It's just like, <laughs> he was so proud of this, like, it's like this new toy that he found of, oh boy, yeah. I, <laughs> okay, that's, sure, that's real emotional, mature storytelling, dude. Go for it. And that streamer's, streamer's name, Darkside Phil. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I mean, that is just like, edgelord 69 420 <laughs> juvenile shit i've ever heard yeah 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 everything could be more dark if you make it fucked up like yeah what? i'm gonna have mario murder luigi oh shit <laughs> and then princess peach falls in the lava and dies like mine's still not even as bad yeah that's mm. still not even as bad <laughs> So I think I think that concludes the tight moon chapter for a good for a good while. Um, does that feel? And I, I think that, that it's important summary? to have kind of to to to, to have kind of uh, book ended it with that note because that's something that always kind of bothered me with the way that we've talked about these things is that those mm. things have been danced around in a way that is a uh, sexual abuse survivor. I didn't really it didn't set well with me. Yeah. So it's just like to kind of like, okay, at least there's acknowledgement now that okay, yeah, this is real bad. <laughs> mhm. Yeah, um, I wanted to that that's what sensing there was something unsaid that wasn't sitting that wasn't sitting right and mm. wanting to talk about that. Mm. Cool. 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 So, uh, I guess we're going to toss the ret for our final segment. Yeah. Gosh, it's hard to follow that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that's how we do it here. We 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 segui we segui with the best of them. Ah, mm-hmm. jeez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Somebody make a fart noise. <laughs> make this easier. Yeah. Don't, there don't, you go. Okay. <laughs> now we're back on track. That's that socks cast I know and love. That's some oh tasty blueberries. So I'm feeling pretty good here. Blueberries oh. are. Red. I yep. love blueberries. They're in season now, so finally cheap. we can agree on something. I should get some of here. <laughs> it sort of sounds like we mostly agree in general here. Right. You, you can't pay me enough to read Tsukihime. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably could pay me enough if we were talking like a million dollars. I'd read it. <laughs> it's fifty hours. It'd have to be a lot if you're not here for that. <laughs> Anyways, besides games, I've watched some anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched a show that I've ranted about on Twitter. <laughs> in good and bad ways. Mm-hmm. It's called Bloom Into You. This okay. is... It's like that Nirvana song, right? Huh? It's that Nirvana song, right? Wait, is it a Nirvana? <laughs> Never mind. I don't, I don't know or... the names of any Nirvana songs, so the joke doesn't work on me. Okay. Uh, this is a Yuri show. This is two girls who are kind of into each other. It's it's complicated. <laughs> is it is it intentionally baiting or is it very specific? No, there's like some kind of dynamic here. They just haven't figured it out yet. It's very much there's a dynamic here and they haven't figured it out yet. Okay. So basically the main character, you, which is, you know, always a great name when translating to English. <laughs> is it you or yo? This time it's you. It's... They're y-u. spelling it y u u. Okay, okay, it's you. So she wants to fall in love, but she can't. She's basically a romantic. Mm-hmm. And then she meets this other girl, her senpai, who has like been, you know, this the whole Japanese confession thing. 
she's gotten lots of confessions and she always turns everyone down immediately. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, this girl's like me. Like, she's just not interested in dating. And then the older girl immediately <laughs> falls super in, in love with the younger one. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, Jesus. So it's been a couple of weeks since I watched it. So, like, things get complicated because you is like not into it really but like also not pushing back hmm. like mm-hmm. there's a character later on who says like you know if i i wanted to ask you to join the baseball team with us but i knew you'd say yes if i did cuz <laughs> she just kind of goes along goes with along everything goes along with the flow of everything mm-hmm. yeah so then when this older girl is like hey i want to make out with you and she's just going along with it even though she doesn't really feel anything it's a little weird that's mm-hmm. but yeah. like Again, the whole theme of the show is, you know, kind of late bloomer, like, figuring yourself out. Like, I've seen people say that the show isn't really a Yuri romance. It's more of a self-actualization show. Yeah, that's kind of the Mm -hmm. vibe that I got from it when I did some reading up on it. And I really like it. Mm -hmm. Um, Trying to think where the plot goes. So, like, you also sort of start to realize that the older girl, Toko, is also going through some shit of her own. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's kind of using the younger girl, you, as kind of this emotional crutch. Because uh, she's she's going through some grief, basically, to sum it up very yeah, succinctly. To, to, yeah, like, you know, you kind of like, not necessarily, because I don't know the full context, not like a yeah. rebound girl or anything. But more Oh, no, it's, just it's like, definitely not that. It's a form of escapism that kind of gives you yeah. something where you can be fulfilled on some mm-hmm. level. Yeah, she's she's basically faking it till she makes it. Like, yeah. she, her whole personality is just kind of like this construct, mm-hmm. and she's only really showing her true self to this other girl. Mm. But this show does a thing. <laughs> <laughs> this show does a thing that made me so mad as a fan of watching anime and not reading manga. Uh, where uh, one of those. A huge portion of this show is dedicated to them preparing for so they're both on the student council and of course what basically happened was the older girl was like hey you want to join the student council with me and she's like okay i guess so because because she goes along with everything so the whole a huge amount of the plot is dedicated to them being like hey we're gonna do a student council stage show like a play which is kind of weird and crazy new it hasn't been done for a while and like episodes of the show are like them writing the script or them going up them staying at the school for a couple nights to like work on their performance Mm -hmm. and then you get to episode 13 and the show just kind of ends without them ever getting to actually do the damn thing Uh, i think you dm me like that just yeah i was was mad (laughs) that just ruins shit for me entirely because yeah. it's like it's an eight volume series that ha- I don't think has quite finished yet. I think it's going to be uh, when it finishes eight volumes, and they've only got thirteen episodes so far. So it's like maybe a third of the way through the story estimate. Because uh, then I saw people who were like, "Oh yeah, if you read the manga, like the stage show would take like three or four episodes to do properly because it's such a it's such it's like the turning point of the show basically, like." Uh, it's yeah. just, Eleanor it's, says there's a long way to go. Uh, yeah. The world right now, is sort of anime world, is sort of rough for folks like us that don't really like reading manga. I yeah. just, I don't want to read the manga. 
Yeah. And and I just like stories that are self-contained. Like, give We're me a finished. nice 13 episode, 13, 26 episode show that gets in, does its thing, and makes me feel real good about having watched it. I, yeah. You're not going to find me watching a show that's just like, at the end, it's like, yo, go watch, go read the manga now. And I'm just going to like, yeah. well, that's a pile yeah. of garbage. You just ruined everything. It was real frustrating just being like, because <laughs> I'm watching the last episode. The last episode is just basically them going on a date. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And you know that that fucking performance isn't happening. Yeah, I was still holding on hope till the very end. Just totally naive, like, well, they're literally not going to end it. They're going to like cut to the end of it or something. And then it's like, boy, they they sure ha- only have like ten minutes left of this entire show to actually do the thing. <sighs> and then and then like it kind of starts playing the ending theme and like doing credits on the t- on the show, and I'm like. Man, they're still not really doing the thing, huh? Oh, just got, you, got, then, you only got about two minutes left. Uh, and then there's like a two-minute post-credits thing, and I'm like... <laughs> and I'm still holding... I'm like, is that a stage? And it's like, oh, wait, no, they're on a train. They're actually... That, that's when I finally realized that they're just not doing the thing, huh? So that uh. was frustrating, realizing. So, like, John mentioned earlier when I talked about this on Twitter, like that open-ended endings can be really good. Yeah. So, like, after I had calmed down, not calmed down, I wasn't, like, seriously angry, but, like, once I kind of gathered my thoughts, because I was thinking about this all day, I rewatched that, like, two-minute ending post-credit thing and cried a whole bunch, because it's actually a really good ending. (laughs) If you ignore the context of them not doing the thing that half the show was about. Uh, but like on its own I think it's a super super good ending it's so weird cause this is the show Polly that made me go hey what's the metaphor in train with like, trains, with and, trains and yeah this show does that so fucking much like this whole show is like train metaphors train metaphors so like and then the last scene of the show is them on a train cause of course it's like it's all connected and it's a really cute and sweet show that just doesn't have an ending right now and that's real frustrating yeah i really hope they get to adapt can't can't put my hat in for that one uh i know it's not even like i hope they get one more season it's like i hope they get two more seasons yeah it sounds like they're gonna need quite a bit yeah they're gonna need like two more seasons or at least to wrap it up yeah which Good Yuri shows are hard to find because this one was so cute and sweet compared to like fucking uh, what was it, Citrus? <laughs> oh God, yeah, that one. That yeah. was just like girls forcing themselves on each other back and forth the entire time, and then and then that one also just ends without finishing the <laughs> manga. <laughs> so, what was the? the Penguin Drum guy show, Bear Drum, something. Yuri Yuri Kuma Yuri Kuma's finished. It's good. Yeah, I know. I never watched that one though. I got it. Yeah, you didn't. I I always was pretty weird about it. I was like confused by that. You got got a recommendation in chat though. Yeah, I saw that Kaze-san. I should check that out. I also watch Utena. It's pretty good. I was I was just thinking of Yuri shows, and then I and I kind of looped around and then was like, oh, I guess Flip Flappers. Oh no! No, I I remembered Flip Flappers. God damn it! <laughs> yeah. God. Uh the show the show was so close to being like super great and then it just doesn't conclude. It just doesn't get over the finish line. Yeah. God. 
God. Even though, like, individually parts of it, super, super good. Also, there are a few horny kissing scenes, which I greatly that, appreciated. Yeah, that adds a lot. I think. I, I think everybody appreciates. Yeah. There's a character in this show, though, that cracked me up because he basically came out and went like, I'm the viewer insert. Because oh. he finds out that these two are kind of into each other. And she's <gasps> like, and then he's like, oh, but don't worry. I support you two in your relationship. <laughs> and then... And then, but then later on, he's like, "Yeah, I am also a romantic." He doesn't explicitly say that, but that's you know basically what he says. That, that's like, a cool theme to actually see explored. Yeah, uh, so yeah. He's and, like, and, I I don't fall in love with people, and she's like, "Oh, me neither." And he's like, mm, mm, "I'm not sure about you, actually." <laughs> she's like, and she's like, "What are you talking about?" Because <laughs> everyone is like, "You're into her," and she's like, "No, no, nah, it's just a thing, just gal pals." <laughs> We just make out sometimes, but I'm not into her. <laughs> so it's like, kind of want to recommend this show, but like, with anime now, you just have to be like, by the way, it doesn't this end. It doesn't have an ending, and that sucks. Because even like ReZero, which I really liked, doesn't have an ending yet. You should just have that as like a thing on a date. Just have one database, and it's just name two columns on That's the table. The and it's does it end? Yeah, like, yes, give me no. that list. Give me that database, please. There, that's what's amazing is that there's this website called like animefiller.net or whatever. <laughs> yep. But it's intended for like shows like Dragon Ball yeah, and Naruto, where, where like they add swaps. in the filler. Yeah, but like it's, but like they're so close to just having that data there of like yes, this adaptation only gets to chapter what a. 13 of 48 or whatever like mm -hmm. they could adapt that site to also be like hey does it end yeah yeah and that would be really nice but then back in the day like shows would just have an anime an original ending like soul leader or Oron. they would just have an ending and then yeah. conclude there even if there was more manga mm -hmm. <clears throat> really kind of missing those days now yeah they're the good days. Uh, it's the, going on that site's very fun because you'll go to like fma and it'll be like well the back half of the show is all filler yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> episode thirty, episode thirty-seven, mixed filler. Episode thirty-eight to fifty, filler. You go, to, you go to that, that page and you look at Aureka Seven, and it's just like the entire series run is listed as all filler. Wow. Oh, weird. Kitty grade too. Weird. <laughs> oh, but Kitty Girl and is canon actually. Uh. <laughs> I can't believe that they actually returned to that idea. It's not as bad as the first one. I watched it. Yeah, but your tastes aren't the most discerning. We've we figured out over the course of the run of this entire podcast, I think. Well, that's true of both of us, I think. Yeah, well, you... I, I watched that I have fucking I standards. I'm the, that, that's my job yes. as this host, is I have fucking standards. These two just gobble up any trash out of the trash can they find. I feel like me watching a couple bad anime is not on the level of John doing the literal entire Nazu chronology. <laughs> He's got you there. I'm not there yet. I just prepared. But to. you're attempting to. Yeah. It, you can't be like, you can't even be like, I'm going to play every Trails game. I'm going to. Like, I'm, that's, I'm that's going to. Works. Like that's what I'm. That's my mission is to play every Trails game, and that's 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 a pretty damn solid. I mean, thing to commit to, right? 
Have you played Cold Steel 2? Are you yes. Up- Yeah, so you're yeah. up to date though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Polly's caught up. It's it's when you're like me and John that are like in the back half, I guess, of the original three. Can you believe Rhett's going to finish Trails 3rd before John ever starts it? Going to finish it. Before- oh, before- see, that's not fair. He can start it any time. Okay, okay. Like, See, I started it. But I think you're still going to beat him. <laughs> oh, I know. But, like, I will be, like, 90% of the way through that game, and he'll just go, I started it! <laughs> like, that doesn't count. <laughs> I, I've got, I have three spreadsheets on my um, computer that I check pretty regularly, and it's my Falcom spreadsheet, and that's both Ease and Trails and a bunch of other old Falcom games that I'm kind of interested in. It's, I've got my Brandon Sanderson spreadsheet, and I've got my Nasu spreadsheet. Oh. And that's where I'm at. Oh, I mean, so that, that last one, it's more like a spreadsheet. <laughs> so I'm very much still Fal- Falcom super fan. Uh, budding Falcom super fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I think, think Chelsea's it's... giving you your, your membership card yet. <laughs> uh, someday. Mm. I'm I you're almost there. I, I figure, yeah, you're almost there. You're almost there, though. Did E6, did E8, did two Trails games, did E's 1 and 2. Man, her standards are really high, huh? Wow. Still hadn't got that card yet. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. (laughs) Falcom's like the good, the good, happy. (laughs) This is just completely good. I love this. Yeah, Yeah, like there's nothing real bad in there, you know? It's basically like Falcom games and Ursula Le Guin novels are my like, oh yeah, this is just completely... Excellent and nice. Oh yeah, it's, like, it's, it's Popful Mail on the Falcom spreadsheet. Popful Mail is on this one. Okay, Popful good. Spreadsheet. Yeah. That's a Wait, good game. Is that a really a Falcom game? Yeah, yeah. Oh shit, I played that back in the day. Yeah, Sega CD. I, still, I still have my copy. <laughs> oh, I think I do. I might have lost the instruction booklet. I can't remember. I like that game a lot. Yeah, I had no idea. I literally didn't know that was a Falcom game because I just saw it. That was a, that's a working designs game. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, like man, working designs games were kind of like ubiquitous and interesting because they were pulling all over all the shit that like nobody was looking at. Like they were pulling like in... Falcom games. Yeah, like Falcom games. Yeah. Except, except like those those got a little bit of representation here on the TG sixteen and the SNES and Genesis. So it's amazing that I had a Turbo Graphics but never played Ease until Steam. <laughs> yeah, because like that East Book one and two collection was like one of the, their biggest sellers. Mm-hmm. Was it on CD only or something? Yeah, and that's and that's oh, still see, I... the definitive version outside of the new PC one, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a shame, though. I had a TurboGrafx sixteen, but not the CD attachment. Oh man, you, like, you missed the best part of, of owning a oh. TG sixteen. No, no the best part was the Turbo Express. <laughs> yeah, okay. That, that was the fucking Switch, like thirty years before the Switch. <laughs> Hue cards, but... man. Hue cards. We got to bring Hue cards back. I mean, have you seen those Switch games? Yeah, they're pretty damn small. They're pretty fucking small. <laughs> but yeah, there was no CD attachment for that thing, so I was like, I don't care. Mm. Could you imagine if there was a CD attachment for that? Somebody should make that. <laughs> Somebody could engineer that, I'm sure. <laughs> or just dump the things to a yeah, dump them to a format that could load. From a flash yeah, cart. Fucking slam a USB onto a Turbo Express. That would be the shit. That would be th- that would be so fucking cool if you could make that I thing know. also pull off ISO games. That would be so good. Like I would shit. literally I would literally buy a fucking Turbo Express if I could do that. 
the Turbo Express Classic. Now it plays the CD games too. Hell yeah, man! Finally can play the good versions of the Valis games. <laughs> I've got my whole Turbo Graphics section of my to play sheet. Mm. It's just Bonk's Revenge and Newtopia, actually. People keep saying Newtopia when it's pronounced Noitopia. Just saying. Noitopia? Yeah. That sounds made up, but okay. The EU. The EU decided, it's a German term. The EU we is oi. We already decided earlier this earlier this episode. I'm choosing to trust you. Okay. Noitopia. As, as a kid, I was like, that's obviously Newtopia. <laughs> Uncultured swine. <laughs> Listen. I didn't even... <laughs> I was like you nine. Have... I didn't even know what other languages were. <laughs> you were nine, and you had a Turbo Graphics. You were on the cutting edge of culture. You were the cool kid on the block. People yep. were coming miles around to knock oh, on your door. Yeah. Where else were they going to play Bonk? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, you've got a list of Turbo Graphics games you need to play, and it's just one, Airzonk. <laughs> Airzonk's bad! Shut up. Shut up. This podcast is over. <laughs> I guess that's everything I've been into. Yeah. <laughs> so is that everything? Are we ready yeah, to yeah. are we ready to start winding on down? Tight two hours. That was a very nice. tight two hours. I'll have something next time, I promise. Cool. So, hey Polly. Yeah. I'll give you a tight two hours. Yeah, you oh. will. Yeah, you will. He's not kidding either. He's got a big dick. That's what he means by tight. Oh, ah, okay. I was thinking like Two hours of really tight sex, like really good. Well, oh, that oh, too. Yeah, because of the big but... dick. It's a double entendre. Yeah, it's oh, a double it. entendre. Because it goes. Of the big dick. It goes both ways, like me. Boom! <laughs> Boom! Boom! Yeah. All right, so that is gonna do it for another fun episode of the Soxcast. I want to thank everybody out there in Internet Land for downloading us continuously, even though we are proving ourselves Idiot. to probably not be worth <laughs> that download. But you keep listening and. <laughs> And we're real happy you do. And bless you. And God bless, bless you. you. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> and of course, everybody out there in Twitch land that comes by and stops by for all of our live shows. You guys make it a load of fun. Even though we don't interact a whole lot with the chat and everything in real time. Because, you know, we got to host a podcast. You guys here, you keep it fun. And you keep it amazing. And thanks again for all the subs and the bits and all that fun stuff, too. Y'all are fantastic. So, John Thire, where can yeah. we find you? Farawaytimes.itch.io. And Ritz. <laughs> Inconsequentialexistence.com. Somebody was bugging me to update it recently. Well, because, <laughs> like, they're like, hey, you know Flash is going to die soon, right? You got to do downloads for all the games. And I'm like, oh, no. You know that week you had off? You could have <laughs> easily accomplished it. I played Wander Song. Okay, that's a good. That's, that's actually that's a good That's literally decision. how I'm shutting you up. Yeah, you yeah. actually can win that one. Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't fuck with that. I played Wander Song and then 428. Yeah, that's <laughs> That that was like when you bring it in like the nonstop bangers yeah. to the podcast, like, I'll, and then I played Seiki Roll on like the last day because it came out on Friday. Yeah, yeah, good time for that game to come out. Um, and uh, yeah, you can find me at my dumb website. And remember, we are the podcast that loves you. We're the only ones that love you.